You are listening to The Hats We Wear. I'm Beth Echefano. This is the podcast where guests talk about the hats they're wearing, the joys and struggles they encounter while wearing those hats, and the way they've navigated through and overcome those struggles. My hope is you'll be able to connect with their struggle and realize that you too can overcome. Thank you for listening. Welcome back to the hats we wear today. I am thrilled to be chatting with someone I've never met before. This is the Kingmaker. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me, Bix. Sure. Um, just so he's going to talk about the hats he wears and the joys and the struggles and um, how he's overcome those struggles. So tell me about what hats you're wearing right now. Literally, oh. you are wearing a hat right now, but <laughs> <laughs> metaphorically, what hats are you wearing exactly. right now? <laughs> yeah, I'm wearing this. Um, this is brown. I get this is uh, what color is this? This is should be brown. It's like a tan, yeah. It's a light brown. Yes, yeah. yes. Um, <laughs> um, thank you again. For, thank you again for having me back. My name is Richard Okiri Jr. I'm the kingmaker. I wear many hats, um, and um, most people, especially when it comes to business. I am a business coach. I'm a business strategist. So in that sense, I work with businesses or organizations to help them to profit better from their message, their brand, basically. And then I have the other hat that I'm wearing. I'm wearing the hat of a husband to <laughs> to uh, my wife. Wow. And that's, that's very interesting hat because if I were to go into that, so my wife has a brand of her own also. She basically teaches digital skills and she, you know, teaches people how to uh, do a lot of things when it comes to the digital, um, especially in the skills aspect. Um, so, and the hat I wear there, I wear the hat of her personal assistant. Okay. So, so when it comes to the things that go into the back end, uh, setting up funnels, helping with designs, um, I do all those things in the back end. So, she, so when she'll be talking and she'll be like, uh, my team is going to do this. I'm the team, the team of one person. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so that's another hat that I wear. I also wear the hat of a father. Um, if I'm hopefully not to before we probably before we end this conversation, you're going to hear my son say hello to us because okay. um once in a while I have to so he's just five months old. Oh. So for people who have for people who have a, a baby, you can tell how that can be. Yeah. Um so uh once I have to just before I got on this call, I was with him. So I had to go and give him to my wife so that I can jump on the call. Mm -hmm. And um to, um, and of course, they need a lot of attention, and you always have to be with them, play, and still do your work. Sometimes I have to carry him on my hand when I'm doing coaching calls, and um, just uh, let people understand that. Because my family is a very big part of what I do. I don't believe that um, I have to, you know, you have to be professional, but also um, let people know also what you are, what the situations that you are in. Yeah. Um, and, um, yeah. So sometimes, especially, especially people that clients that I've connected with in, in a certain way, I let them know that, hey, my son is going to be here. I need to give him attention, but let's have a call. I hope it doesn't disturb you, that kind of a thing. 
So mm-hmm. um so I think that's then I, I wear another hat of a son to my 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 parents. <laughs> so and uh, there are needs there, there are so if you are if you are in Africa, you know that the if you know Africa, uh, especially Nigeria, you know that the family is a very closely knitted um circle and um you have responsibilities to your family also your 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 extended family so to say so you always have to communicate you only have to check on them you always have to contribute to things that are happening there um, in various ways that you can your parents are going to call you your 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 and you know relatives are going to call you activities you have to join in all those things come in there and it's and and that so Another hat that I wear is um, in my local church. So I'm a Christian. So in my local church, um, not not so much, but at least once in a while, I have responsibilities, especially volunteer kind of work to do there also. So I think um, uh, that those are the hats right now. <laughs> That's a lot. That's a lot of hats. How do you find, um, especially being, is is your five-month-old your only child? No, we have, uh, there, are, there are six of us. Oh my gosh. Okay. So you have a lot of kids then. So no, no, I mean, I mean, you mean how, how many children I have? Yeah. Well, yeah. Just one. My first okay. son. So now how are you navigating through that new hat of being a dad <laughs> and balancing? Because now you've got your own little close knit family, your, you, your wife and your son. How yeah. do you find navigating that the two hats of son and dad and husband like maybe you have something planned with your wife and your son but then something comes up with the family is there any conflict there or does it all just kind of flow yes so how it typically happens is a practical example is that yesterday i was on a call um a coaching call with some people in 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 our group coaching program that we're doing so i run a group coaching program with my wife okay it was very funny because I had to do the, the, I had to moderate and start of the program. And then my son was there. So one of the things that helps us is because is that we have a help, not necessarily like somebody who helps us. So uh, my wife's um, niece is staying with us. So she's helpful in that regard. You know, you can give him, give the boy to him, yeah. to her, to stay mm-hmm. with her for, for some time before we, for, for us to finish whatever we are doing. Then mm-hmm. secondly, also, I have to be very, it, it's more of on the, an understanding that I have with my wife. So when she needs to do stuff, I don't try to make what I am doing more important than what she is doing. Perfect. Okay. Exactly. So um, like, as I'm talking to you now, she has stuff that she's doing. Mm-hmm. And I, the time I had my son, I had to work, even, even the fact that I had to work, I had to give, give take him so that I cannot just allow her to do her work. Mm-hmm. And then at some point, so it, what goes for us is primarily that understanding mm-hmm. that what you are doing is not more important than what I'm doing. What I'm doing is not more important. But when it is time sensitive, for example, I have to jump on this call right now yeah. and she she just has the boy. So, and I can do what I need to do here. Um, another thing that comes with that also is, is planning um, the things that I have to do. So I have a to-do list and, you know, just write out the things that I have to do and then, um, you know, just execute them 
that way. At least make sure that I'm not doing frivolous things. I do things that are the time I have, I focus it on doing exactly what moves the needle for me. So um, I think that's, uh, but the primary thing I would say, um, and then another thing that happened also is that when it comes to the extended family, like um, my mother needed my attention yesterday as she was calling and I couldn't, I picked, I, I took the call immediately and I told her, can I call you back? I'm in a meeting. And then this morning, they also understand the kind of thing I do okay. also because okay. they know that a lot of times I'm on, I'm on a call. I was doing that before I got married. So when I call, when I tell them, I'll call you back, they understand. And okay. I'll, I'll, I, I, I call back on them and check on them. That's basically it. That's great. I heard a couple of really important things that, that listeners may be able to um, associate with, especially the listeners that have a new baby, that it's important to um, not view your job as more important than your spouse's. So exactly. every, and there's communication. Okay. I have this call. So, you, you know, I, all right, I'll be on because you've got this call. All right. Well, then when that yeah. call's done, then I've got this. So there's communication. And I think that's really, yeah. really important. And what else you said that resonated with me is that you have a to-do list. So you prioritize yes. when you have your time without your son, yeah. um, you know, all right, this is what I need to get done. So I think that's exactly. really important because it um, it will help alleviate all the stress that's associated with having a new baby is, is stressful. It's a, you know, you're, it, it's, it's a disruption. It's, it's, it's beautiful, but it's a disruption, <laughs> you know? So learning exactly. how to navigate it. I love that you're on today because you're talking about it from a new dad of five months and um, yes. a baby is disruptive, you know, <laughs> they're wonderful. It's, very yeah. disruptive. it's <laughs> yeah. not, it's not something, it's not something you can, de you can delegate to anybody. You have to be there and yeah. do it. So even if you are, if you have with your frowning face, you still have to be there and do the work. So yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. How it goes. yeah. Through, the, through the tired eyes and everything else, because you didn't get much sleep and, yeah, exactly. it's, it's teamwork. It's teamwork. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it is. How did you come into being um, a coach? What was your path like there to put that hat on? Okay, so for me, I I have always been passionate about helping people to just be more, just achieve, don't live a life of insignificance, live a life where you are productive, achieving, and, and all the rest. And I believe that business coaching is an aspect of it. Um not necessarily the title of business coaching, but basically the work of creating solutions that help people fulfill their dreams. So, um, so the business coaching aspect. Well, we froze. It's okay. okay. You froze there for a second. It's okay. I can cut right. that out. <laughs> okay. So you're talking about business coaching and how you um, like creating solutions that help people fulfill their dreams. Exactly. So the business coaching aspect for me happened nine years ago where I, um, I recognized that I needed to create a framework. There are people who actually needed coaching. The best way to solve their problems is to guide them through it. And that was where I began to create a framework that I refer to as the territorial domination framework. And that framework is basically a, a system framework. And that 
when I recognized that, that was I began to create that framework. Then I launched my coaching program. I launched my group coaching program also, um, and and it began to pick up. And um, so uh, that was how. But where it happened for me was that I had to also recognize that all the knowledge that I had had to be distilled into um, a workable system. So I signed up for coaching. I traveled six hours on the road to go and meet a coach in his house. And he drilled me on what it means to build a business around your message. And that was one of the things that, that helped me. I, I understood how to, how to document processes, especially processes that I've gone through so that I can use that to help other people also. So, um, so that it has started happening for me in 2014. And then on, on from there, I've been building the business um, uh, since then. That's amazing. And you're enjoying it? Oh, definitely. I'm enjoying it. <laughs> I mean, you... what, I enjoy, what, what I enjoy about it was is that um, there's something about seeing somebody who has been in difficulty, who has, been, who has not had the clarity that they need. They have been very unclear about what it is that they want to focus on and confused about a lot of things. And you're able to sit down with them, listen to them, and then be able to guide them through what they need to be doing. Just yesterday, we had we closed one of our coaching programs, the group coaching program, and they were, we were getting feedback from them. And I was amazed at how even some people that I talked that had, you know, they, I, they felt that I was being too harsh on them at, as at that point. <laughs> but then they told me that, you know, the way I pushed them was what they needed. And they, and they were grateful for that. Because I can push uh, just to get you to do something, and um, and I was very grateful for. It. So hearing what people see, the transformation that happens in people's life, and the results they're able to produce, um, just from from being in our program is one of the things that I'm I'm grateful for, and that's ultimately what I've always wanted to do. I had to stop one of my businesses that I I do just because I wanted to focus on this coaching aspect. So um, I do publishing, book publishing. So I was running a publishing company, doing very well, getting clients, but I recognized that it was taken away from the core thing that I wanted to be doing, which is the coaching. Mm -hmm. And I had to close down that company. You can imagine a company that was ranking number one in my city um, on Google. So, so, and it's the capital city of Nigeria, Abuja. So I was already ranking number one on, on search engine and, you know, but I had to close down everything just because I wanted to focus on the coaching because that's what I enjoy. That was, that was good insight on your part though, that you feel you recognize I need to take this hat off because I want to spend time on the other one. Yes. I, I'm yes. wondering what kind of um, struggles did you have with navigating becoming a new coach, like running your own business, whether it's through the publishing company or the coaching, starting yes. your business, what kind of struggles did you have and how did you overcome them? The biggest struggle I would say that I've always had is the struggle of what do I do? Because when you're starting out, cash flow is very important, especially when, when you're not doing paid employment um you want to take on many jobs as possible because i have i have a lot of digital marketing skills i do lead magnets funnels social media marketing i consult for some companies and 
what happens is that you you want to take on more probably because you want to get more money in yeah, yeah. and and you then find that so to find that balance between the fact that you need this money to take care of present things and also the fact that you want to focus on be, believe have faith in your business in this one thing and grow that one thing and probably give it the effort and the energy that you're even committing to another person's business you can commit that effort and energy to your own business and grow it um so that was the struggle that i had but i had to recognize the fact that um and, and then the fact that i got married you know when you get married responsibility bills increase <laughs> and all those things so yeah. for me it wasn't it was up to up to like um so i had I, i'd always had that mind that thinking that you need to stop doing this you need to stop doing this and that has been ringing in my mind that you need to believe in what you are doing you need to focus on what you are doing and all those things and that was the big struggle for me until what helped me from that was that um my we did a launch for my wife and um and um, it was very successful so I should put it that way so it was very successful and that helped me to move away that was like the cushion for me to drop the publishing company drop the any other thing I was doing so that I could just focus on my coaching so that was a so that was a a, a help for me um, so that work I would have been doing for another person, I decided to put that work at least for my wife's business so that it can become successful and profitable, um, support the family so that I can then drop the other things I was doing and focus on my own coaching business. Yeah, it makes sense. So you took your attention away from other businesses and kind of put it towards your wives because that was exactly. your team. You know, <laughs> if you're going to spend time yes. on another business other than your own, it should be your wife because she's contributing to the household. So exactly, yes. you are her team. So that that makes sense. <laughs> are there yes. any hats that you're looking to put on? Are there any new things that you want to try? Hmm. The most immediate, what I can think of now is I, I have a background in music. Mm -hmm. So one of these days I want to do a, a release, probably release a single. I have about, about 16 or 20 songs written somewhere and saved on my Google Drive. So I can mm -hmm. sleep, I can sleep and get songs in my head. I literally dream of it. It's, so it, it just comes to me, my dream. So I just wake up and take my phone and record it, the, the sound at least immediately, record mm -hmm. it and save it on my Google Drive. And um, so one of these days, I'm going to drop a single. That's a real creative right there. If you're <laughs> if you're dreaming of songs coming to you, that's a that's a sign right there, my friend, that you need to uh, you need to be putting that <laughs> stuff out because I don't dream about songs uh, making my own songs. I always yeah. wake up singing someone else's song, but I don't. Oh, wow. I don't dream of my own. So that's pretty cool. I think yeah. you should, do you do you play an instrument too? Yes, I played the drums for like um eight years and then okay. I learned I learned the violin. I played violin for like two, three years. And that was basically it. Drums, violin, those those two instruments. Okay. So the lyrics come to you and a little bit of yes. the, a little bit of the music. Okay. Exactly. That's amazing. Well, yes. that's great. Is there anything else that you want to share with the listener? Okay. Um, what I would want to share with everybody is that I know that people are in that place where they are in between various hats. 
and I'm trying to manage uh, various hats. Um, it's not a bad thing. You know, we all go through that at various phases of our life. We're always going through that. And I think the best thing that you can do is to listen to your instinct. Mm-hmm. Um, I've learned that instinct most times, we, we most I figured that we most times we know what to do. Um, it's there in our mind telling us, do this, do this. But, you know, you, you're just considering, doubting yourself and all those things. So sometimes you just have to um, um, listen to that gut feeling and just do what you have to do. Stop it. Um, stop what you need to stop. Start what you need to fo- focus on what you need to focus on and just believe that it's going to all turn out good. So that's um, what I want to share with everybody. Yeah. And I, you know, what I, I heard that through a lot of what you were saying that you trust your instinct, your in- intuition. And I actually just yeah. had a workshop on that myself. I gave a workshop on trusting your in- in- intuition because I'm a coach. Wow. As well. I'm a transformational coach. So, oh, um, wow. yeah. So I heard that in you and I said, oh, he's, he's on my wavelength there with the intuition and <laughs> just being quiet yeah. and sitting and listening. And you knew that you knew that you were meant to just do this one thing and focus on this one part the, the coaching. Yeah. And you, you yeah. absolutely knew it and you jumped at it when you had the opportunity. And I think that's important yeah. to yeah. have the courage to just trust and, and take yes. those. Yes. And, that, and that's very important. If we can trust our instincts, the more, um, it's going to help us a lot. Some, sometimes, you know, sometimes it may not go well, but um, sometimes it will, it will take time because you are going to go through challenges and struggle and all those things. But you know, if you don't go through those challenges and struggle, you will not know how not to do it. You will not know um, the things that are the, 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 the stumbling blocks and the obstacles on the way that you can even use to teach other people and share, and it becomes part of your story. So most times, um, the fact that it's taking too long doesn't mean that you won't get to your destination. Okay, so uh, and that's um, one thing that people need to know. If if you are sure that you are on the right path, don't focus on the distance. Just keep your your eyes on the fact that you will get to your destination. And most times, when you're on the right path, it doesn't really necessarily take that long. And and also, if you are going that path not alone with guide, with a coach, mentor, somebody that is going, go, you know, guiding you through that then you eventually get to a, the destination that you will be happy with. So um, th- that's what I want to add to that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, being a, being willing to ask for help. And I, I love everything that you're saying, because it's right up the same thing that I believe that if you're on the right yeah. track, you're, you're going to feel it and you're, yes. you're going to know that you're on the right track and, and just look at that next step. Don't look at the top of the stairway. Mm. Just look at the next step yes. and then the next step. So I, I yes. love everything that you're saying. It resonates with me completely. So thank you so much. Glad. Thank you so much for joining me today. I really enjoyed meeting you and you, um, getting to know your story a little bit. <laughs> I, I'm not sure I've, st- I've shared this story in detail um, anywhere else the way I shared it here. So this is the first time I'm sharing it. <laughs> oh, I love it. Well, it's a good story. And you know what? Yeah. I, what I love about this podcast is that I'm meeting people from all over the world. Yeah. And I'm hearing, especially the people that are um, coming on my show, there's an alignment. So our energy is aligning. So I'm finding yeah. that there's belief that there's a thread through all of us because we're all humans. So yeah. It's a, it's a yes. beautiful, it's a beautiful thing. It really is just getting to know people from other parts of the world. 
that I never yeah. would have been able to do if I hadn't started this podcast. So yes. I just love sharing that with the listeners as well, that there's a common, there's, we're more, we have more in common than we don't have in common. So exactly, exactly. You know? That's true. So yeah. So for the listeners, um, thank you for joining us today. And I hope you join me next time on the hats that we wear. <laughs>